Welcome back, everyone, to the Sweet Shots podcast. Lucas Johnson alongside Mark Johnson and Chuck Johnson. Back for week two after, uh, after uh, I don't know about it, it was a successful week in DraftKings, but uh, we sure had some fun. Um, thanks for all those that turned in, tuned in to the first episode. Um, can only go up from here, I think. I'm looking forward to it. That's the original name, too. We're still thinking there's a possibility of a name change. A name change. Name change. This is very early on in the whole mm-hmm. life cycle of, of said podcast. We're, we're walking before we run. I don't even know if we're walking yet. Yeah, we might still be crawling. <laughs> but that's okay. We're still figuring out we got two feet right now. <laughs> so by default, it's the Sweet Shots podcast. Yeah, we're hanging out at the Sweet Shots. It seems like the organic name to choose, being at Sweet Shots. Yep. In St. And Andrews. In St. Andrews. I yeah. forgot to mention, we're yep. back in St. Andrews. Yep. Again, not the golf course, just the meeting room. Yep. Soon we'll have the guys getting the facility ready. The annual, or the the weekly, uh, our equivalent to the mowing the greens, yep. it's the guy with blowing the blower the just blowing dust and yep. remaining, I don't know, nacho chips out into the... <laughs> is that what he... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. Yep. But he'll blow the, he'll swing by. They're probably not yep. more than 15 minutes away from swinging by and blowing whatever debris was left yep. back out onto the field. It was so. a busy night last night. It's great. It's good. I mean, yeah, it's uh, for, for Monday night, it's great to see all the people out here. Kind of fun. We hosted uh, the inaugural, you know, that's, that's often the mistake people make when they do something for the first time. They call it the first annual. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as a first annual. That's true. And I've debated maybe even people in this room. We've argued this point, Mark. And yeah. I was, and I, you changed my mind on it. It yeah. made sense. Well, we just Googled it. True. <laughs> and that proved <laughs> that the older brother was correct. Because everything on the, in the Google engine is accurate. It's fact. Yep. You have I, to believe everything. Take it to the bank. See Mm -hmm. it here on the internet. No, so when it's the first time you're doing something, it's the inaugural. Yes, not first annual. Not the first annual. There, yeah. The only way it's an annual is if it's happened before, and then it's happening again. Right. So like the second annual. (laughs) This is our second (laughs) annual second week. Yeah, it's our second show. But an annual event needs to have happened before. So the inaugural um, sweet shots members member guests. Scramble, and there were we had to pivot a little bit last night. We did. We had to think on our feet. Originally, we were going to send them on Pebble. We, I mean, we had tea times reserved Pebble Beach. We had the greens ready to go, stimp perfectly. Then we had to pivot. I think it was a nice pivot. Not more than a half hour before we were supposed to play Pebble Beach. And I didn't, I didn't know that you had to pivot. And so me walking up here with five minutes to go before the event, yeah, looked like you guys knew what you were doing. We covered it well. We did, yes. Yeah, so we uh, sent them down the road, down the coast, down the coast. We played Tory. So you need to have a uh, membership, a viewer profile on on uh, Top, Top Tracer. Tracer. Yep, get the app to access yep. some courses. Yep. And I didn't know for sure if everybody, if someone from that group had access. So yep. instead of trying to jump that hurdle, we pivoted. It was a great day at Tory Pines. The yep. wind was down. Beautiful. Course was in great shape. Yeah, they always have Tory looking good, yep. and uh, so we played the back nine at Tory, and uh, two under par in a wow. in a four person scramble mm-hmm. was the low gross. We had three teams tie at uh, two under par thirty four, right. and uh, 
the uh, although we scored by net, so we get everybody's handicap. It was you know it wasn't official like a USJ. We said, "What's your handicap?" And mm-hmm. the guy's like, Take "I don't know. I don't. I don't ever yeah. play." Okay, you're a you're a max, but um, the winning team was from Bobcat, All Bobcat right. Corporate, mm-hmm. and uh, they won by just a fraction of a stroke. I didn't memorize it's post. Well, I'm sure it's posted somewhere, but it came down to just fractions of a stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big winner, in my opinion, although they're taking the hardware, they've got the trophy and breaking rights for a year. The cash winners were the folks from Little Little Stall Research. Well, yeah. and I was in on that. That was my, uh, it was supposed to be off the clock, but you guys threw me in on counting skins. And yeah. that was, that was down to the wire too. That was, we had multiple skins going out in that last group. Yeah. That last, that last group, group took, took them away. Wrigley Mechanical was the, was the, we joked they'd play golf as fast as they do mechanical work, <laughs> but I'm bummed. That'd be the rim shot right there. But, um, no, <laughs> Keith Lingle's, a, Keith, Keith Lingle's a friend of mine. <laughs> So I can, they do I great can, work. They do fantastic work, yeah. responsible for much of the work done here yep. uh, at Sweet Shots. But with that being said, they were taking their time playing golf. I think they were doing, well, is enjoying, it possible? They're enjoying Torrey Pines, Mark. They were. Well, it's a beautiful venue. You, we've been out there. You, you've seen it. It's fantastic. That sunset's addicting. But I swear, I think they were doing aim point. <laughs> like, how do you do aim <laughs> <Even>. point? <laughs> On a with scramble the wind, with the wind, you know you got to play the wind. You don't even putt though. It's you pitch. You pitch the ball forty-five yards for putting. Anyways, so uh, the big winner we had a skins game, and uh, Lillestall Research, Mike Lillestall and his sons uh, John and Chris, and his son-in-law Zach, they took home the big prize. They had they they <laughs> hogged all the skins with the deuce on sixteen. Tough hole. That's a good. That's a good birdie. Par yeah. three. Yep. Um, and, uh, so they won $520. I think we can say that. That's Where'd you guys play that tee? Because when I, when I played there for the world juniors, okay, late in the day, which we played it late in the day. Now I know we're in Fargo, North Dakota anyway, but, uh, I witnessed someone hit a driver on that hole to get to the green. That's a par three. Yeah. It was well, that ocean breeze coming off about 10, 12 miles an hour. Every afternoon at Torrey, the wind the wind comes up wind and it's off up. the ocean. So we were probably pretty accurate in terms of where our wind was at yesterday, too. So file that away if you're playing uh, DraftKings, early tee times versus late tee times. If you ever mm-hmm. play a daily mm-hmm. deal, and early we can, we can get into that too uh, in terms of our course because I do I do have a note on that. Yes, but, but um, anyway. Back to your point, it's it's a tough par three. Probably usually plays well over two hundred yards yeah, for the pros. Two ten at least. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what we played it last night. I don't Maybe one sixty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we played the course at only sixty five hundred yards. We wanted to make it user friendly, get them around the golf course, and then socialize after. So, but uh, so it looked like a great event. I mean, people are having a good time. Yeah. Yep. I think that's. Uh, yeah, you call it. We've been around the the green grass industry, Mark, and we know what a true member guest looks like out there. And to have something like that out here seemed like a fun event. People are having a great time. Right, and it introduced people, members, and those that have corporate passes, corporate memberships, and some of their friends or uh, clients. Uh, gave them a chance to come in here and see the uh, the. I don't know what we call it. It's not simulator golf. It's full ball flight. Right. Virtual golf. Virtual golf. Top Tracer calls it. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for that. Full flight. 
And that's, that was a takeaway talking to a few of the guys that were here. They said, I had no idea. It's, figured it was like hitting into the screen. He goes, this is great. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love it because you, you can change your target. So you can pick. You still have something visual to look at. Yeah. I got to hit that ball there. Yeah. You know, that's where it's like you're not – you're not having to guess what a 50-yard swing feels like into a into a screen. You have something to aim at, yep. and you can see where that ball lands. Yep. Kind of get that feedback. That's yeah, that it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So it'd be interesting um, when we host those in the future. I bet they continue to grow yep. uh, in popularity, and that's I think that's part of the experience out here. I I know I've talked to go. Oh, I, I haven't been out there yet. Not turn this into a big commercial, but. It, those that come out here and, and experience it, they're like, oh, okay, this was a little different than I thought. It is different. Different's a good word to use because it is, I think there's expectations out there yeah. as far as a driving range or a bowling alley feel, you know, but it, it's, it's different depending on what you, whatever you want to do, you can accomplish here, whether it's I'm going to grind and get better or I'm just going to come out here and play with the family and have fun. Play with family, yep. you know. Whether you're the bachelor party or bachelorette party in high heels and uh, yeah. or the kids' birthday party, you were pointing at Chuck. Yeah, why did you, you said, point at me when you said bachelorette party? Hey, I don't know. I don't know what you do on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we got speak, speaking of. So we got a lot going on this week too. It's starting tonight with uh, leagues, right? Yeah, so we got. The, uh, I'm I'm super excited for tonight, Tuesday night. This comes out on on a Wednesday, so it will have happened by the time this comes out, but. Super excited. We got uh, 60 ladies signed up. We've got a ladies' night league. We are at capacity, which we were joking with Jim Bigelow, head professional. He said, Jim, when you thought, when we started this and you th- we were sitting thinking how many teams we were going to get, we said 10, 10 teams be half the field. Right. And uh, it blew up. We got 20 teams, 60 gals. It's going to be awesome. Tonight's our first night. We got a lesson and uh, some wine tasting. Oh. And uh, possibly a, a new beverage we're bringing in, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. So the format for that will switch each week a little bit, some lessons and then some off and on competition. And yep. are they playing scramble? When scramble they... format, so three person scr- or uh, uh, excuse me, two two person scramble, but it's a three person team. So you can either rotate in, or if uh, you know if we're the team, and uh, Chuck, you gotta take a night off. Yep, we'll hold it down. We'll yep. carry the weight. But uh, how little, many weeks does that go? It's six total, four weeks of playing. So you get two lessons in there, a lesson and a social hour. So we still want it to go the full two hours. So you do one hour lesson. Um, second hour is a, is a social hour. Um, this week, like I said, is the wine tasting. We've got some great stuff coming in from our from our staff. And then um, the third week, really excited about that too, is we're calling it. Uh, booze and tricks holiday tips so it's the week before halloween booze or boo like a ghost both in the plan in the the handout i capitalized b-o-o that's clever okay yeah i know what i'm doing that's pretty good now (laughs) question for you if week two somebody hears about this and goes wow that'd be be that'd be fun really like to get out of the house on tuesday nights are we Full? Is that how that works? You got to wait for the next session? Or? That's, uh, that's a good question. I mean, it's... If you don't know... I, d- I, don't, don't, I don't know. Don't make I'd something ha- I'd up. have to talk with the, the higher-ups on that one. Okay. We were initially pretty full. You know, we, we, we 
we okay. said our crazy goal is 60. That's what we'll handle, and, and we hit that. So that's mm-hmm. been uh, it's been cool to see. That's great. And that's the fun of this. And, and men's league starts next week, right? And those numbers are ticking up, too. I, th- I, I think we're going to get to 100 players between the – I think it's, that's going to be a blast, too. Nights. I mean, I'm super yep. excited. We're in such a unique position with our leagues. A, because they're full ball flight. Mm-hmm. And B, because of all the extra – games we can we can have the, right. the atmosphere we yep. can create yep. with the leagues yep. Agreed. I think it's going to be awesome again one of those things I think once people experience it and they go huh, okay this is way different than a simulator um, it might we might be at capacity there as well hopefully. yeah, yeah but it's I, not too late could people sign up absolutely for yeah. that fall league uh, starting next week Lucas if yep. people are interested go out to yeah. the website sign up right on the website um, we've got uh, if you sign up so this is a little different than our mowing greens. Well, it started. I mean, there was some of this last week. What's this yeah. equivalent to? Are they punching new, punching new cups, or what are they doing here? The low rumble. Do you think listeners can hear the low rumble in the back? I have a feeling background. something's in there. Whether or not highly. I mean, I can it out, feel it. I can feel it in my innards. They can hear it. What, so was, each morning, what were your member guests doing last night that they're yeah. going to move all this stuff around? Each morning, staff, uh, they move the chairs and the tables out of the way so they can mow the greens. That's right. There you go. It's That's like taking the pin out to move the or to mow the green. We got a lot of pins. We got a lot of pins. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that men's league, I mean, creating the atmosphere alone, the bonus games, we're going to have that, that hole-in-one contest with a progressive pot. That's going to be awesome. Um, I'm really excited for our six-hole putt view track with our putting green downstairs. I uh, put a lot of time and effort into designing some uh, some courses. That's uh, I think it's going to be a blast, just a blast, aside from the the main game of playing golf. And to sign, if there's still room there for the men's league, if they yep. want to sign oh, up, yeah. just go to the website, yep. sweetshots.com. Sign up online. Yep. Sign up online. Yep. So. Yeah, it's gonna gonna be a blast. It's uh, yeah, I think uh, we're turning a corner where I think we're gonna see see good uh, tick and tick and uh, some traffic. So it's gonna be excellent. Really, really good. Well, um, a lot's happened in the golf world too, um, outside of our little sweet shot zone. Um, High school, you know, local golf. We had Class A championships going on our last episode. That is now over. Rose Soberg from from Davies takes a solo championship. Freshman. Yeah. She's young. Yep. Freshman, sophomore. Freshman. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Ninth is freshman, right? Freshman. That hasn't changed. changed. Okay. (laughs) You guys looked at me like I was a fool. I was. Okay. Just doing the math in my head. And he's the youngest in the room. No, I'm if you're a, a fool. criminal justice major, so that's I didn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's impressive playing for a freshman. Yeah, you know what? I had the privilege to watch Rose hang around the country club um, when I was there, and at a very young age, she was not afraid to put in a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't just happen by mistake. I would. I was a witness to one of her hole in ones, actually, two years ago. Now. Very cool. That was. Did she see yours too, Lucas? Or I don't have one. Oh, that's thanks. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He says. Oh, jeez. I got a couple. Yeah. Mark. How about you? Yeah, I got two. Yeah, I got two. Yeah. 
one in competition. Me too. But uh, I'm really happy for you guys. Yep. Oh, so anyway, let's let's talk about you know. The, let's get off this. But Rose Rose <laughs> has a bright future. I'll uh, I'll get you off. Rose has a bright future, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I I think obviously she's talented, extremely talented. But she also has that work ethic, and she's she's not afraid to put in the time. So I've always said, watching young people become successful in golf, again, there are no mistakes. It's when you get that person, that's that young person that's talented, and they have the work ethic, and there's some other intangibles. Now you have now you have something, and and I, and I think both. Uh, uh, the Class A and Class B medalists uh, have that have that something. Should mention uh, on the Class B side, Avery Bartels. I don't know if it's Bartels. I've always said Bartels. Have you? Yeah, her dad Corey <clears throat> used to play at the Meadows when I was at the Meadows a long time ago. I thought it was Bartels, but let's go with it. I'll put the emphasis on that syllable, um, syllable, syllable. But yeah. um, she shot sixty nine seventy three to win her oh, third wow. straight. Wow, uh, Class B. I. I think Avery's a junior. Third you know, straight. So, That's awesome. Yep. So there's a, she wanted a freshman, she won three years in a row. So yeah. there's some talent. And, you know, there's girls that didn't win that are also talented mm-hmm. that are playing in those fields. So it that's fun to see. And we touched on that a little bit last week where there is good talent. Oh, yeah. You know, good golf being played around the area. And uh, to follow along has been really fun. I mean, what, what Avery's doing. That's special. You don't you don't get that a lot of a lot of places, right? right. And uh, Rose is definitely on that upward trajectory as well. And like you said, there's a lot of players that played really well that uh, didn't take home the title, but bright futures as well. Well, yeah, I think most notable player to never win a state individual high school championship. You notice he's looking at me, but he's not going to say me. <laughs> guy gets two whole ones and thinks he deserves a state oh, continue title. Continue on. Continue on. Who are you talking about? It's not you. <laughs> uh, Tom Hoagie. Oh. Tom never won an individual state high school title. Think of the talent that was playing back then. He didn't win? It's You know, it's not easy to win. No, that's true. I, haven't, I mean, I do it frequently. You guys are probably still learning. It's not. It's not easy what? to do, and for Tom never to win a state title and to go on and have the career. So, yeah, we we oftentimes put emphasis on winning, but it's not necessarily. I don't think the missed state titles are keeping Tom up at night. Probably not. I bet if you ask him, <laughs> and we'll have a chance someday. I, I hope we'll, so. Yeah. No, I. Tom, where, write, write that down. That's a question for Tom. Okay, I've, I've got it. It's in the vault. Does it bug you? Tom, does it bug you that you'd never want a North Dakota State title? Yeah. Team they won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, South was that's, dominant. That's like one of the best teams to come yeah, on North good. Dakota. Between Shanley and South, they won them all. I think Shanley won one of the 20. <laughs> no, no. They were on. <laughs> Shanley was in the mix. Don't, dis, yeah, I don't was, diss our alma mater. I was, I was uh, two for four, my. My two out of four, they should have won three in a row. Three in a row. Should have cut. I'm not going to throw Tyler Bossard under the bus here. However. I, <laughs> I could. I'm not going to. Tyler Bossard is, I believe, is he completing his college hockey career this year? 
at Concordia? I believe so. Either this year or last year. He was out here the other week. Fantastic um, athlete. Yeah. Oh, a great athlete. Played played golf uh, at, at uh, Chanley mm-hmm. for dad, Coach Johnson. Played hockey, fantastic hockey player. Played some juniors. Mm-hmm. And he's finishing his hockey career at uh, Concordia. And he's made his mark at Concordia, too. He, uh, yes. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to say there was a record involved, but I know he's playing. Well, when really you play well. for eight years, you probably should set some records. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you missed the missed the rim so you, shot. You got to no, be ready on the rim I shot. I do. There. Yeah, I got. It. There we go. That that's never getting old. That rim shot. Anyways, <laughs> it it might. No, Tyler. That that day, and we should probably have him. We should talk through this with him. Sometime. It, it is my understanding that uh, he was very focused on hockey and going somewhere for hockey. I think he had a an elite hockey camp that if that round didn't get over, he was going to be pretty tight at getting there. And this was the final round of the state championship. Mm. And mm. Uh, I think we lost Tyler was three. playing number one on the team. Yeah, well, I maybe. said I wasn't going to throw him under the bus, so maybe we get him here. and Yeah, we yeah, can we'll let him defend himself. It. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, we lost by three, and Tyler had a, an off day where if he just had a normal, slightly bad day, we would have won. We would have ran. That would have been three in a row. Back to the point yep. of the story. Yep. Yep. Shelley would have had three in a row. But South and, and uh, Tom Hoagie, uh, not winning his state title, is a testament to the quality golf that was being played yeah. when Tom was playing. Um, but, yes, we're going to have to ask Tom about, is he Does bothered it? by that? What bothers him more, not closing out? That first win in Hawaii, mm-hmm. or now winning the state title, oh, and I God. bet he's got to pause a little bit. You think now that he's financially secure? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to find this out. Gonna ask. Oh yeah, well, um, yeah. I mean, on the topic of Tom Hoagie, I mean, heck of a week last week. This last week, leading after round one. Yeah, I mean that was T four total. Yep. Um, one rocky day, the second day, one over par. I mean, he came out at eight under par, and it was like, who is going to touch this? Yeah. I mean, he was going to continue, run away. He looked really, really good. Ball striking was really good. Um, I think DraftKings ownership was only something like 9% I was say or something sub- like that. 10%, yep. yep. And uh, What were people thinking? They weren't. They yeah. just don't know. They, they're not in the heads. He's off the radar, though, of, of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He's just off the radar, but... Statistically, he's looking, got the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's a ball striker, right? I mean, that's yeah. when he when his putter is on, and I've said that when his putter is on, he's going to play really well. Yep. And he made some putts. Uh, depends what putter he's using that week because he switches every tournament. But he that's been a point of emphasis his his putting. He has improved his putting. His caddy has helped him out a lot. The 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 story on his caddy is that he is an excellent green reader. Um, we were, uh, LJ, you and I, we were at privileged enough to go to the, uh, 3M in 2021. That was something. When no one could be at the 3M. 2020, wasn't it? 2020? I think it was 2020. Oh, 2020. Yeah. 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 Was that the, if you go back and if you go back and watch that broadcast, and I don't think you can, but we were standing on hole 18 and I forget if it was Dustin Johnson or Tony Fino. Dustin Come, Johnson. Was it Dustin? Dustin Johnson. DJ. This was maybe his third ball in the water after his third ball. Anyway, if you look at that and you pause it in that frame and you look at the five people that are standing on that hill, 
Mark and I are the only two not in blue. Everyone there As had, workers? Was, yeah. They had staff shirts on, and we rolled up in just your typical... Well, they couldn't have spectators. Tent. I remember that. Right? Okay, but they no, still so had volunteers. But the volunteers were also spectators. They just had a volunteer shirt on. I think you're right. And we never got a volunteer shirt. So we're strolling around there. I mean, this this was a golf tournament for us. It was put on Pretty for nice. us. It was, it was actually... It was the weirdest experience I've had at a golf tournament because all the cheers were like volunteers, air quotes, and uh, and us. And you two yahoos. Yeah, walking around. Yeah, we oh, were. They, um, yeah, we were. We were special guests, special invitees, and uh, uh, yeah. So we're walking around there. We so the first hole we watch, DJ's going for the par five. Oh, well, we two. go. Yeah. Oh, who's coming up here? Who's who's this? Uh, Dustin Johnson. Ooh, all right. Yeah, Fantastic. let's see this. Let's watch that guy. And doink in the water, <laughs> drops another ball, same spot. Splash, and then I—I I don't know if it was you or whoever said it. They go, well, "He's not hitting from there again, is he?" <laughs> like he can go up to the edge of the water. He, I mean, he was a total tin cup scenario here. Just keeps rebatting just from there. Yeah, same shot over and over again. And I think he had three in the water. Yeah, he made a ten on that hole. And I think he one putted for a ten. He did. I mean, yeah, he's he a hit, pro. He hit the next. That's what one. they do? He hit his third shot to like two feet, and we're all like, "Do we clap for that?" <laughs> 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 like, that's for ten. I don't know. Does he want applause or? And then, like, you couldn't tell. That's that's what I love about that guy. You don't know if he just made a three, right, or a ten. Yep. So he saunters the way he does off the green, and I think he withdrew, didn't he? Or was it partially? Uh, no, he did, did withdraw. He? Yep. Yeah. Did he complete his round? He completed. Well, yeah, that was his last hole. And oh, then he okay. withdrew. But yeah, he was like he, he yeah. shot like eighty two or something like that. That I th- I think, and I don't want to speak for Dustin Johnson, but I think you know that was coming off a long run of some golf. Maybe he wasn't playing that great. I don't know. Was it around Fourth of July? There weekend? was something going on where it was. We were, we talked about it. And we're like, yeah, he's definitely on the plane for the next one. He wanted to get there. He didn't need to be here yeah you know isn't 3m after the open or when is that yeah it is no it's 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 right right after after. so these guys are getting back from the open that's the next event unless in 2021 i don't know no they're going to the open oh i don't know mark no they come back it's coming back i'm pretty sure it's coming back but in 20 2020 excuse me i it might have been different because they didn't even have the open because yeah couldn't there's i had the best DraftKings lineup for that you know ever Never yeah. had a chance. Never had a chance. But anyways, the um, I don't know how we got on the subject of, uh, oh, it was Hoagie and those guys. Um, we watched Tom practice his putting because we could. I mean, we were the only – we could basically putt <laughs> if we wanted. him his golf balls back if we wanted. And they were really working on line and speed, which that's the key to that's putting, right? Only two things in putting, line and speed. So was that really your easy. first golf shot of watching a pro hit at the 3M? Was yeah. it DJ's? Yeah. We walked onto the 18th hole. And that was the first? Ah, who's coming up here? Oh, Dustin. Nice. So, Oh, that one <laughs> went in the water. So quick story on my very first ever watching a pro, Mark. You were there when you took uh, took me to the Masters, and we hightailed it. You know, of that course was your you... first golf tournament in person. Yeah. The no, it wasn't the 91 Open. You were at the 91 U.S. Open. Oh, I was, wasn't I? Payne Street. All right, anyway, we're at the Masters. No, but anyway, we're at the Masters, Mark. We, you can't run, so we walk briskly 
fast and we get to Amen Corner. Tiger Woods, we're catching Tiger. Do you remember this? You and I and Bobby. And we get up right behind the tee and he's playing with an Asian player and I don't know who the amateur was. He shanked it. Shanked it past the water onto the tee box of... I do tee. remember the shot. We were right there, right behind it. And Tiger <laughs> looked at him and they just start dying laughing. That was the very first shot I ever saw at Augusta. I'm like, oh, I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and probably would have <laughs> in that situation. I could have done that. Anyway, okay. Oh, that's good. Can I, as long as we're telling first shots, this is something else. We might be bad bad vibes for professional golfers. Maybe that's it. I ran out to watch uh, Phoenix Open, TPC Scottsdale, a, a long time ago. Layman was the People's Open. Layman was at his peak, mm-hmm. and he's on. I think the third hole's par five. One, two, yeah, three par five maybe. Mm-hmm. Either way, his second shot, he was going to hit it fairway wood. This is Tom. Tom. Yep. Tom Layman, Minnesota. Homegrown. Yep. yep. Alexander. He's one of us. And, uh, I mean, I'm hustling to get out there. And I can see from a distance that, oh, he's going for this par five. And I'm getting up there as fast as I can. And I get set just in time to watch him hit the shot. And he cold tops it. Oh, no. I mean, this thing rolled 40 yards. Wow. And I went, what in the world did i just see and there was probably a hundred people out there yeah. and it was a morning deal so it wasn't it wasn't packed is this practice round or is no this, this is oh, legit man, no. like oh, thursday morning <laughs> legit like and he's at the top of his game this wasn't tom layman yeah like selling trying, trying to make it kind of deal. Yeah, yeah trying to sell or rent cross-country skis at les bolston clubhouse so all right so then we're close enough and he hit, grabs a three iron, and he hit it to three feet. Yes, and made birdie. So I was gonna say pros, they're <laughs> right. just like us, right? There's the difference. <laughs> but <laughs> it went to step down. up after a cold top. Yeah, this is gonna be the greatest. An birdie. embarrassing cold top hits it to three feet, it makes, makes birdie. It, it goes down as a four. Right. No Nobody pictures. knows, other than guys like me repeating it. Now on social yeah, media. Yeah, he probably wanted that that story to die, and here you are. We may get a call from Tom. Yeah, well, hey, have him on. He can defend himself. Right. <laughs> You'll remember that. I swear he will. Well, because I, it was... I would have, from a golfing golfer's standpoint, I would remember that stuff. Like, that's going to stick with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, Tom's playing again this week. We're going to Japan, Zozo Championship. This is only the fourth iteration of the tournament, um, two of which have been played in Japan. Back to COVID year, they held it in Los Angeles. Um, But we're back in Japan, the Accordia Golf Narashino, I butchered that, country club in uh, Chiba, Japan. So, um, Chuck, we talk about DraftKings. Looking at Mm -hmm. last week to this week, Almost a complete 180 in terms of how the golf course sets up. That's right. Yeah. Still might be a birdie fest, but a different kind of birdie fest. Yeah, good point. So not a lot of course history, as you touched on. Only two times it's been held at this golf course. Um, Interesting to note, since it's in Japan, DraftKings does show it's a 5 a.m. Thursday start, but that's incorrect. 
I assume they will update that. It actually starts Wednesday evening when you think Japan time. Mm. So once tea times are set, you're going to need to have those lineups locked, I would think, Wednesday evening. I don't know exact time, but I would think Wednesday evening. So gonna... probably as you listen to this, set your lineup. Yeah. yeah because don't... this is going to come out on a Wednesday, on Wednesday. Yep. Not 100% sure on the start time. But right. Yep. I would set your lineup. I would say to be safe soon. by 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Wednesday, have it set. Don't be the fool that wakes up Thursday morning thinking they're going to tweak the lineup. Tournament's already started. It's locked. Only somebody with experience is mentioning that right now. <laughs> That's happened. I've made that mistake. Yeah. It happens. Yep. It's like a London football game with fantasy football. Exactly. Yep. This is the equivalent. Yep. So on the course itself, it's a par par 70. Yeah. Uh, five par threes and only three par fives. And the par three is interesting to note. They're all under 200 yards. That's right. Smaller which, greens. Right? Yes, yeah, small greens. They we talked about it before the show too. They're they're slower greens, and yep. that's just a product of geography. That's just in Japan. You're yep. going to get the slower greens. How about agronomy? Could it be agronomy too? Could be agronomy. It's their bent grass greens. So you just love that word. Well, I think it's pro- probably more type agro- of grass agronomic practices than. <laughs> <laughs> we're now we're now an agronomy podcast. Here. Let's get a horticulturist from yeah. NDSU, NDSU turf grass management oh, on. Oh, we could break Dave down. Decock. No, that guy was phenomenal. Can I tell a quick story? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a true story about Dave Decock. Well, yeah. it's not about him. Okay. Well, it is. Okay. Because he was there was a fundraising golf event at Rose Creek. Okay. This is back in the day, mm-hmm. and the head pro at the time. When it first opened, you know, Dave Kingsroot, the legend, Kingfish, he was there. The pro after him was Dave Allpeter. You guys, Chuck, remember Dave Allpeter? I do. And I think it might have been, I'm just going to throw out Sandy Buttweiler, but I'm not sure. They were co-hosting the the, the award ceremony after the scramble. And it was, I think it was a fundraiser for like some horticultural plant people. I don't know that specifics but she introduced <laughs> come on no this is Go not ahead. a joke this is serious Sandy serious Butler this introducing is introducing um the host pro f- to do the awards so oh. she's going to introduce Dave Allpeter and and um who's who's the other guy the horticulturist Dave Decock Dave Decock was there as well and she introduced Dave Allpeter is Dave Alcock. No, he didn't. No, she didn't. Yes. <laughs> yes, she combined oh, the two geez. last names. That's a true story. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. That's we okay, could have an order call. Here you go. There there we go. Go. <laughs> no, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> That's no, serious. That happened. That is that happened. That happened. Right. Right. That happened. Okay, back. But yeah. if we want to take DraftKings to the next level, yes. we bring in uh-huh. somebody that knows grass. And I'm not talking the sensitive yeah, yeah, get yeah. stoned to the bejesus kind. <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> from from Caddyshack. No, we bring in an expert. Yeah. Nobody's doing that. You're right. On DraftKings. Maybe for analysis. a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been done. It's they've tried it. Okay. Back to the stats. Three par threes under 200 yards. Yep. That is not something you see every day on a PGA golf course. That's right. A lot of these, they, they throw them back there. you got to hit a 6-5-4 iron in there. Yep. But uh, the nuance in, in my 
research, just because the par threes are under 200 yards, the par fours are still monsters. Mm -hmm. There's a couple par fours playing right. at like 485. That goes to my number one stat, driving distance. Mm -hmm. I would be focused on. How about driving right. accuracy? Um, that's a good point. Early data on the two times it's been held here has it's lower down on the importance of accuracy. Yep, more so than distance. I do have that it's a it's a heavy tree line. You know, like compare it, compare it. Yeah, yeah, Muirfield. So LJ, that's important to look at. Is oftentimes they'll go to a venue like this and they'll say, "What's a comparable uh, course?" Mm -hmm. And then who has history, good course history on those comparables? So like an event where this has only been held here twice, the experts are saying. Compare it to a colonial type style. So if you go back and look, there's a lot of course data, a lot of rounds on colonial. Who's played well there? Mm -hmm. Those are might be some of those target players you want to go after. Now, the other thing to point out, guys, is this is a no cut event. Mm. My favorite That's type huge. of event. Yeah, no cuts. You struggled with that. Speaking last of, week. yeah, do we? Are we going to just yeah, do a gotta, quick summary we of go last, back week? To last week? I mean, we can't yeah. just forget We're about it. Or let it. I know it wasn't. Our, it. We can't ignore it. It wasn't but, our best week by so, all available data. But so, yeah, so last week for myself, again, you want to get all six through the cut. Coming into the last day, literally the last two holes, I had all six in. This is on uh, Friday. Friday, second day. Before the cut. Yep, yep, before the cut. I had two guys miss the cut on the mark. Minus four was in. They were minus three. Ouch. Who were those? Ouch is her as is, is well. I think our boy Seamus, didn't he miss? Yeah, Seamus. Or Seamus. I call it Seamus. Is it Seamus? It's Seamus. Well, he wow. should be ashamed of you guys, himself. That was that was high up on your list. If I don't I say so. Thanks for pointing that we'll, out, we'll LJ. Play that back. I think but. he, the Irishman, got sidetracked with, or is he Scottish, uh, with the glitter and the glamour of Vegas. Of Vegas. I think you're right. He was out having too much fun. And then the boy I said who would be sleeping at his mom's place in Vegas, Kurt Kitayama, also missed it right on the minus three. Mm. That's killer, as we talked about last week. You gotta have guys make the cut. You do. If I mean, if you're going to perform that top top quarter of the money, yes, right. I mean, you just you gotta have got to make the cut. So total points, guys. I was I was at four thirty one for the event. Mm -hmm. LJ, I think you took it, didn't mm -hmm. you? Well, Mark, oh. I want to hear what. Oh, uh, Mark. I think I was five thirty something. No, you look were again. not. Yeah, it was no. Look again. Oh. How do you how do you find that past events? Past events. He's up there. This is where I should have the Jeopardy sound. TD. No, yeah. Um, well, I'm in the middle of trying to do my lineups, and it it won't it won't let me out. Won't even let me out. It won't let you out. No, it will not let me out. So what I did? What? So I had. There you go. Here's the fatal of all fatals. Oh yes, this is a classic. We got to talk through this. I had a guy not even put the peg in the ground. Coach, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean. Now, I don't know how you avoid. I don't know how you avoid that, other than you do some research, maybe on his Facebook site, just see what's going on in his life at the time. I mean, that's Status taking it update. to another. That's taking <laughs> hey, it guys, to another. So the level. guy just hey, failed the show. Didn't even come to the clubhouse. Yeah, that was another one. He stayed at. He, good. he stayed at Caesar's Palace. And just did had we too ever much figure fun. out why he didn't play? No, and I didn't. I, I was going to say I didn't care enough to find out. I was. I was irritated enough. They that I didn't just, even want to know. Yeah. So Cooch doesn't even put the peg in the ground. So now you're just hoping that, that your your five remaining guys um, do something special so you can 
make some money. And then I had, as we talked about Seamus, um, he went 69.70. But after that, I ended up, it was 505.50. I threw, okay. in, I threw nice. a three in there. It's respectable. With four guys, 505 yep. is pretty solid. That is. For it, yeah. And that yeah. was uh, Hoagie carried carried some water. You know, Adam Hadwin, the guy makes a ton of birdies. So I, I had a roster that was pretty salty, but. <laughs> That's. Cooch. Cooch doesn't even play. Well, those are those are some pretty cute scores there, gentlemen. That was how about you, good LJ? Effort. Where are you at? I'm at five thirty-seven fifty. So put a tally in the LJ column. He's for up the win. one zip. That had to get you some money back. Um, if I would have played the correct tournament, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was in a different uh, okay. Different and that's event. the other thing too is how do you choose which which event you enter? I mean, so, so the one we entered, guys. The tricky thing is the you one can you do two entered. I entered in the wrong one. So yeah. Okay. So, Mark, that's a good point. If you go out to DraftKings, there's different styles of events, number of entries. There's a max entries of 150. Then there's three max entries. There's five max entries. There's single entries. It's tricky when you think you're going to go up against the 150 max entries and you only do a hand, maybe two or three, because there's these guys that this is what they do for a living. They're doing max. They're doing 150. It's tough to compete against those guys. So they have 150 teams. Correct. At 25 cents. Yes. Just because it's 25 cents. Exactly. And are they creating all those teams or is there some automation that these guys have created? Yeah, you can do both ways. There's products out there that you can purchase where they, you set your core. So maybe you would know, Hey, I always want Xander, uh, M and Cooch. Yeah. And then you can hit the button and it'll create 150 lineups for you. There's products out there that'll do that for you. Wow. Okay. Yep. And then it even has a functionality where you can import or export that into DraftKings. Wow. Yep. That exists. So, so for us, Yahoo's sitting in St. Andrews here trying to do and compete against these 150 entries. It'd take, it'd take a lot of luck to beat those guys. So I would look at single entries or the three, right. max three. Mm-hmm. It kind of levels out the playing field, I'd say, where you got a chance. And they got quarter entries on those. They got dollar entries. So you could do a single dollars. Those are pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask another question about just nuts and bolts of DraftKings? Yeah. The tickets. Sometimes they're not a cash payout. It's ticket payout. You get a ticket, and then that's a seat to another event. So it could be a ticket for a $10 entry, a ticket to a $5 entry, where oh. then you have that. And then when you go in there, instead of redeeming it via cash, where you have to pay that 5 bucks, you can use your ticket. And so how do you know the value of a ticket again? I'm sorry. So um, it's when you register or when you say, hey, I want to be in this. Do you, can you pay with cash or a ticket? Because yeah. I got a bunch of tickets saved up. I just don't know what to use them for. Yeah, you can go in there and, and you can see, like, if you do 25-cent entries, oftentimes yeah. you can just pay those via tickets. So as you pay more and more, play more and more using real money, you're accumulating tickets to be played in other events. Okay. Yep. So it's like cash. Just like cash. You use it towards towards play. Like but a free not. play. Okay. Right. So. Are we, um, are we jumping to this week quickly? Yeah, we'll we'll jump to this week. Just remember that uh, LJ is 1-0-0. Oh, oh yeah. We'll remind you of that. Kings. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so big point of this week, zero cut line. Correct. Everybody's making it. 78 player field. Everyone plays till Unless Sunday. Unless you're Cooch, they're playing all four. <laughs> Unless you're Coocher. I don't even think he got on the plane <laughs> he this did, week, he so he won't even tempt me. Uh, so, I mean, 
theoretically, all the players are going to better uh, benefit from that. You know, I've got a yep. point at uh, what kind of players benefit at a course like this with no cut line. Yep, that's a big benefit. Um, you know, I, I I get into I get into some key players when I was looking uh, doing some of my research. Um, the obvious one, Tom Kim, mm-hmm. winner from last week at the Shriners. Um, interesting fact. I don't know if you guys know this. He's now the youngest player in history with, uh, actually not the youngest, um, but he's the youngest player since Tiger Woods to have multiple wins. That's pretty interesting. That's impressive. Wow. He also played last week without a bogey. He played 72 holes, did not have a bogey. Bogey free. Huh. We have that in common. I didn't make a bogey last week either. <laughs> How much golf you play? Rimshot. None. <laughs> none. But nonetheless, I mean, I still didn't have that, didn't. Angst, that anxiety of making bogeys. Making so, bogeys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Tom Kim, obvious favorite going into this. I think on DraftKings, he's 9700 mm-hmm. um, of your budget. So not the most expensive guy coming in there. Um, but when we look at the strokes gained category, he was top five in approach, tee to green, and total. So you combine that with the red hot. He proved he can make birdies last week, 22 under, 21 under. Oh, at least. I think it was, was 24 20, under. Oh, it might have been 24. It I was 24. Yep. 24 under. Um, proved he can make birdies. I mean, this kid took the world by storm at the President's Cup. And I say kid because he is 20 years old. Yep. 20 years old. I think I'm here uh, 20 years, three months, and now 20 days. That's young. Yeah. 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 The, I mean, the kid can straight up play. Um, so, you know, the big but is if he can. It's tough game, to go back to back. If the game can travel. Yep. So yep. use that as you will. Right. Um, you know, another key, last year's champion, Hideki Matsuyama, hometown boy. Mm-hmm. Um, 10, 10,400 on DraftKings. And he was runner-up to Tiger the in two year prior. Yeah, yeah, there when it was so, there. So a second and a first. Second and a first at the track. He's got plenty of experience in Japan. He's going to have a hometown crowd. I mean, Japan goes absolutely nuts for golf. So you get him in there. Maybe sleeping I mean, at mom and dad's? Could be. Okay. Um, I mean, he is off to a little rocky start this, um, uh, I guess not this year. He had a great, um, good showing. I think it was top 30 or something at the Fortinet. Um, I've got 2.6 strokes gained total at the Fortinet. So not a bad showing. But last year he really struggled with his putting, 114 in strokes gained putting. And we talked about the driving accuracy percentage, um, 59%, uh, 110 last season. For him it's always putting. Putting is, and is I, big. I like to think he does well back home because he maybe understands this is a different – these are different greens, right? You said it yeah, earlier. They're bent grass. Bent, yep. They're stimp to 10 or slower. slower. So for yep. these pros, it's just a different setup. So maybe there's some narrative there that Hideki, why he plays well there. Yeah, and he does. I mean it's – he's a lot of money. It he is. It's expensive. Yeah. So strategy-wise, I mean when you go that route, you're really going – Then you got to dip into six and sevens. If you're going to build on. Right. If you get into the tens. Yep. Yep. But it is a no-cut event. It's a no-cut event. And that's – So maybe yeah. on a no-cut event, it makes more sense if you if you crunch numbers to go, let's go – let's take these big horses. Let's spend some money. That's what I did. I did a lineup. I went two big horses. I took Xander 
mm-hmm. the top guy. Because Xander, I think he's got good vibes in Japan. He won the gold medal there. Yeah, he's playing that's right. phenomenal. I went him and and uh, Sanjay. Mm-hmm. Two t- ten thousand guys, and yeah. then I, I had to go low sevens, but it's a no cut. Yeah. So if you look on DraftKings, next to the dollar amount, there's that fantasy points per game. Right. So the idea of over four rounds, how many points based on DraftKings scoring are they getting? And there's variability. You look at the six thousand dollar guys and the seven. There may be guys that are averaging seven sixty-eight, seventy points per versus forty. Yeah, that's a good. Grab, that's grab a really those good guys point. that are seventy over a course of four. That's that's twenty point difference. You're just playing. You're just playing Average. probability. That's you're just saying. Yep. Look what they do over the course of time. Let's go with that. That's an approach. That. Yeah. Hmm. So you got your your top two. You said you dipped down into the seven. Let's just go through your lineup. Oh, here. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull that up. You got Xander. And Sungjae. Sungjae had a had a nice nice week last week, I believe. Yep, he's he? been playing well. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm I'm as I said, I have to save a little money, so I went down in the low sevens. I got uh, is it Stefan or Steven Yager? Mm-hmm. Yamir. Yep. He's his a, a brother. Yeah. Yamir Yager. Heck, have a hockey player. I remember in the NHL 07 <laughs> hockey game, I was going to play. You and I, Mark, we're going to play, and I said. Uh, Watch out for Yarmir Yager. The guy's unbelievable. He was overpowered in NHL 07. Just a tank. He was jacked up. It's like Mark Messier back in the day. Oh, yeah. On, uh, what was that? Sega? Probably. Yeah. Couldn't, I could not stop Mark Messier. And Gretzky, were they on the same team? Well, that's a given. No, just I think you're it. talking to LA Kings when I had Gretzky and Luke Robitaille. <laughs> just <laughs> nonstop scoring on them. <laughs> that could be another segment. Okay. Throwback, so, uh, throwback video games? Yeah, some Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, I was going to say that. Here's the rest of my lineup. Yeah, Taylor Moore, playing well. He's in my price point, and his, his fantasy points per game is near 60. Then I went Seb Straka. Mm-hmm. Again, playing solid. High fantasy points per game. And then my wild, my, my dark horse here is C.T. Pan. Ooh. C.T. Pan. Had to fit, fit in a guy at the high high sixes. Mm-hmm. That's all my money could afford. That's the result of going two top dogs. Top right. ten. You have to take a flyer. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But I, I like it in this format. No cut format. Let's run with that. I'm, I, might, I might do a few teams mm-hmm. where I'm just loading up mm-hmm. as big as I can get and then just yep. who's, who's, the, who's the guy that's got the – Japanese flag well, that's that's in the field just cause and and the Asian tour stats might be something to take a look at. There's a lot of Asian players in here. I just don't know who they are, but being that they're over there in Japan, maybe there's some comfort there. Find guys that play well on Asian tour, yeah. and they could be the cheap guys you add as a right. flyer. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's your lineup from last week's last place finisher. <laughs> Ouch. He's the expert. <laughs> this guy's got happens. more stats and data than you can ever imagine. Okay, so I'm going to continue my role as I'm kind of doing like, I'll be that course his, history guy, maybe mm-hmm. trending, mm-hmm. but I'm using a different method this week. And I've done this before with no proven success, but um, I can't tell you it didn't work. I'm going to go as close to that average whatever they tell you what is the average 8300 8333 yeah yep so i'm going to use i'm going to try and get as average of a team as possible all right that's that maximizes my 
my salary. I'm going to get it down mm -hmm. to zero. Okay, here we go. Hang on for this. Two of my picks were based on trends. Maverick McNeely mm -hmm. had a great week last week. He did. I like that kid. You know, he used to come up and play in the uh, Iron Man Junior. His yeah, family didn't know that would, would vacation in Minnesota. That was um, my first win as a junior. Yes, back there, not over the Mc. Well, his younger brother uh, might have been yeah, in the field. I don't, yeah, um, I got McNeely and I got Hoagie. Mm -hmm. Those two got 8,600. 8, so I right like, in my, I like the Hoagie pick. Yeah, he's a streaky. You know, we talked about it last week. Hometown boy, but yeah. Anyway, another guy that's played well historically in this event, and I know it moves around a little bit, is. Uh, Munoz, yeah, mm -hmm. he's sneaky good. Yep, mm -hmm. I he's on my play. Eighty one hundred. Yep, eighty one hundred. All right, um, Stallings, mm. eighty two hundred. Scott Stallings, is that right? Yeah, yep. yeah. The guy's a beast. He transformed his body from being, you know, McDonald's Big Mac. Mush and potatoes. You like his body. Guys, he's, well, he likes his body. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but I mean, the, the dude's. Can, Guy's an athlete. He's an athlete. There we go. All right. Now, okay. And he's had seven top tens. Um, I, I, I just like, okay. I like his chances here. And then uh, Busenhout, the German guy. One more time. I, Christian? Christian Busenhout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, solid. Oh, he's South African. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a German last name, but. Yeah, he can bomb it, and yep. uh, his value was there at eight thousand. And then to round it out, I had eighty seven hundred. So all these guys were in the eight thousands. Yep. I like it. And I went uh, Thigala. Yep, yep. I like Six that. top tens. Nice. So very, very much this team that's right at that cut. He line. is Thigala. This is his first time in Japan, though. He's he's a rookie at the tournament. Which, but no cut. So solid, Mark. I like that I like approach. That lineup. Yep. Middle of the road, no cut. Okay, LJ. Um, yeah, he had a couple guys on my list. Uh, Munoz was that's a good that's a good pick. He's on my team as well. Fourth last year in the event, strong par three player, and he mm -hmm. had a great Presidents Cup run. So I do like that pick. Yep. Um, I went Tom Kim. I'm banking You're on running a, on the hot dark the the, I'm, the hot horse. Yep. Yep. Okay. Banking on the rollover. Next up, I got Corey Connors. Yep. Great tournament history. He was uh, top eight or better the last two times in yep. Japan, and he's. Top five in the strokes gained category, both approach and tee to green. Big player there. Um, I got Si Woo Kim, 8,800, 10th in the strokes gained last week in the approach. And uh, last week he had four rounds, 68 or better. So he got a new putter. And mm -hmm. last year his stats were terrible on putting. And now that he's playing with the new putter, he's been, he's actually strokes gained positive. Wow. He can always hit the ball. He's always been a good striker. I really like that pick, yeah. LJ. Yeah, Siwoo. Yeah, I, I like it as Book well. Book it. Yeah, Book it. Um, yeah, and then uh, Matthew Neesmith, 7,800. Um, you know, he's second at the Shriners, thanks to Patrick Cantley's blow-up, mm -hmm. um, which we didn't even get to. That was sad to watch. Um, but he was the leader at the Shriners in strokes gained tee to green. That's impressive. So coming into this year or this uh, this event, I think is going to be really good. He's yeah. hitting it well. He's got the momentum going. Um, and then to round it out at sixty six hundred, I picked up uh, Sam Ryder for the mm -hmm. for the Solid. value pick. Fifth strokes gained approach, and uh, again the no cut benefit. Yeah. So 
That's solid. I, I, I think that's a pretty solid team if I don't say so myself. Coming I'm actually from surprised the you winner go, of last week. I'm surprised you didn't go Ricky Fowler again, LJ. He that's was your guy. He was my uh, he was my one guy to miss the cut last uh-huh. week. I know. By two. And he it was right there. Necessarily close. Yeah. So. Okay. Now I steered clear of him this week. Um, and I went a little more uh, statistical approach rather than gut approach. We'll see how that works. So I'm looking forward to that. Can, is this official since we – or can I change my team before oh, post? Oh, then, oh, my goodness. As I'm we, just asking the question in case I need to do we're further We're still analysis. recording. We haven't submitted the teams. Okay. Committee says I'll allow it. Okay. All right. I'm not – I don't oh, know what down to charge now. No. Okay. Okay. So he might change. Well, that, then I don't know. I don't know. You've got it's an early it's an early early change. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for our second episode. Um, tune in next week, see the results, uh, see if the leaderboard changes at all. This was a, a really fun episode. We ran a little long here today, but uh, some great great stuff. We had a good time. It's fun. Um, hopefully, get back at it again next week. So, good luck to all you players out there for the Zozo, and uh, we'll see you next week.